2017 episode number 620 of Oh Yeah Dude. My name is Jonathan. This is Seth. Hello. Seth. Hello, my friend. How are uh, you? I'm great. Good. Oh Yeah Dude. It's nice to be back. It's wonderful to see you. It's good to see you too. America through the eyes of two American Americans. Uh, we. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us. Um, I have something here that. Tell we, me. Um, we report to you every year when. Um, Pantone uh, announces their color of the year. I guess in this, you say color, we, color of the year to come. I guess because they announce it they prior to the. Now. They know now what this next coming year, 2018, will 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 bring us, and what what color we will need to go into it equipped. Not blind. Uh, the Global Authority on Color. They have chosen the color for 2018. The color is ultraviolet. We are living. This is from Leatrice Eisman, executive director of the Pantone Color Institute. Wow. 
We are living in a time that requires inventiveness and, and imagination. It is this kind of creative inspiration that is indigenous to Pantone 18-3838 Ultraviolet. A blue-based purple that takes our awareness and our potential to a higher level. From exploring new technologies and the greater galaxy to artistic expression and spiritual reflection, intuitive ultraviolet lights the way for what is yet to come. Dramatically provocative and thoughtful, ultraviolet communicates originality, ingenuity, and visionary thinking. It's complex and it's contemplative. It's nuanced and it's also full of emotion. Wow! <laughs> As a color. <laughs> I mean, I feel... You mean purple. It's it's like a... You mean blue-purple? Lavender. You mean bruise. Bruise. It's pretty lavendery. You think it's lavendery? It's pretty... It's like a... It's a deep purple. It's a deep kind of bluey purple. I love the color. I'm not... A, I'm a fan of the color. Are you, are you a fan I'm of... I'm going to paint my cunt. bedroom that color <laughs> At least this your, year. Your nails and your bedroom. I'm ultraviolet this year, baby. Um, God, it's that a, is a contemplative, indigenous, intuitive color. I, you know, they maybe take it a bit too seriously. But I, I, can you take color too seriously? But I, I support their. This is part of our lives, Jonathan. I guess so. Color is everything. It is. Look around you. Yeah. Oh well. Um, Definitely should do the studio on that. Eighteen thirty-eight, thirty-eight. Uh, do you have any eighteen, uh, thirty-eight, uh, thirty-eight? <laughs> Sold out, actually. I'll, I mean, till two thousand nineteen. Oh, so you're gonna be too late on that. Yeah, we're just getting greenery in from last year. Are you cool with that? No, I need it now. <laughs> uh, I was talking on the last episode, and I left off because we were running out of time. But I had caught myself in a bit of a. YouTube wormhole happens to the best of them. And I found a s type of video that I had never seen before. Genre? I, I guess you could call it a genre. Uh, this is a, I got, you know, I, sometimes I get myself into, it's very hard to watch any sort of spiritual talks or philosophers of throughout time on YouTube I would think without getting like dupe dupey like propaganda uh kind of uh prophetic Armageddon uh crazy you know related videos and or banner ads yes so you're what you're trying to you're focused say on I'm this healing I'm watching you're like, surrounded by apocalyptic visions yeah like nature. basically that the same people that are watching an Alan Watts video Maybe like me or maybe people who actually, I don't, that, that it's all just, eh, it's such a shit show. It's just all piled up into the same shit. And then you're sort of left to just de decipher what is, what is maybe genuine and what is just cobbled together, like kind of catchphrases and fucking bullshit or whatever. And cause so much of it is just to generate traffic that these people are, you know, selling a little 10 second ad beforehand. Mm. And so kind of duping you, luring you in. Yeah, key phrases. And then you get, and then sometimes once I've gotten, you know, if you're just allowing the thing to make suggestions and then it gives you one that's like way off, like 
then sometimes I just take it like it's I like take a, a hard right like into Whitewater just Whitewater River. Rapid. I just you like just to watch. Go. I and then I start getting into like guys who are like slowing down, you know, uh, SNL footage to show you when the Draco reptilian faces accidentally come out when the they have this LCD crystallization thing that happens where Dracos, you know, or reptilians, uh, they're 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 temporarily their like skin costume fake disguises that they wear that make them look human they solidify sometimes under certain stressful environments and you start to see the the alien uh reptilian brow and eyes start to come out or the but teeth this, start to sharpen and this began in an honest place of, of like watching like a guy read the like bogdavita yeah, like yeah. ram das like <laughs> talking about spirit worlds but that's what can happen dude why are you taking the suggestions don't take their bait so I get onto this tip of what I I I think are low key like low key Christian uh, propaganda videos about reasons to not open your third eye. You're gonna say bank account. <laughs> these are don't open your third. These eye. are these. What look to me like videos that are staged to look like, hey, it's just me. Like I'm sitting in my basement and uh, I've been reading a lot about this, this idea about how you could open your third eye. And I started watching videos and I started doing all the things that they told me to do. And I'm just here to tell you, like, don't do this. Like, this is very dangerous. Like... I, I'm I'm hearing things and there's demons and uh, I feel like the earth's lowering down and it's getting very hot and it's like weird and like I'm like what the fuck and then it's just one after the other and the first four or five I saw were all black people talking about it was all black people like kind of urban urban black people talking okay. about kundalini third eye opening so I don't know I don't know where, like, and then there's, like, other ones that are, like, white hippie people being, like, yeah, like, I smoke DMT. But I guess there's, like, a kundalini way of, like, you open your third eye and, like, everything makes sense and, like, you become one. I, it, But so there's ones people talking about it and, like, what happens or, like, what started to happen to them after it happened. I was still trying to figure out what it what they actually mean. Like what the phenomena is, and we're like, is what it dudes or women and dudes? Both. Okay. But then there's these ones that are like warning videos, and to, to make sure to like steer don't one away from this is this is this is the devil's essentially this is the devil's work, but they're not claiming Christ or anything in the videos. But then like if you do a little research on the people, you, you're like, oh, you're like straight Jesus. Oh, so you went and so you're telling me videos. that like opening your third eye is like it's opening. Like it's something that on. only God's supposed to do. You're not supposed to do yourself don't do it on your own. And don't do it on your own because like anything can come so into you. So you did deeper detective work on some of the individual speakers. Quite a few. Oh wow, it can get so dark on the so internet. I spent three hours watching like third eye warning videos by like on I the mean, Facebook some pages of, these of some of these people. Fucking stories. I mean, they're so bogus. Like maybe they're not, dog. They are, dude. What happens when you open that? I up? know what happens. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I know what the fuck happened. So do open it. Well, do All whatever right. you want, but don't lie to me about what happened. Well, about what's going to happen? Because I know what's going to happen. I've done it. <laughs> you know, it's rough on New Year's. New Year's is always a. Let's just face it, it's a bummer. Unless you lock in your event now, 
About what you're going to do? About what you're going to do, and you just know what you're going to have bunker? the greatest New Year's what ever. What about a bunker? B- bunker party. Well, you can get in your bunker. I'm going to fucking Mandalay Bay in Vegas for Maroon 5. And then that way you know you're locked in for 2018. I mean, what better way to ring, to, in. to ring in this new year and know 2017 was was a bust. We all we can all agree on that. This is this love has taken its toll on me. Everybody she said goodbye. Happy New Year. Many times before. Hey, <laughs> seven. He's taken off an article of clothing with each number till he's just down in his underwear. Oh, oh man. yeah. What other songs do they have? Heaven. I, that's it. They're all variations on like, that. Isn't there one like Mick Jagger eyes or something? Uh, like, yeah, it's called uh, Eyes Like Jagger. Ooh, I got the eyes like Jagger. <laughs> got the, <laughs> got the face like yeah, Jagger. Got the lips like ooh, Jagger. Ooh, which ooh, 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 ooh. Got the voice of Jagger. Something <laughs> like that. But it's big. It's big. So I mean, that way you just ring it in in Vegas with the boys. Mm, mm, What'd you do on New Year's? Well, you know what I did. What didn't I do? What didn't I do? So tough. 2018, Los Angeles Dodgers have mm. announced their promotional and giveaway schedule for the upcoming baseball season. All right. A little early, but okay. Big. We wait till after the Super Bowl for that, but that's fine. But they're, they're Dude, yeah, you're they, on they it. World, they're on it. World Series. Fever. There's some fucking money to be made I here guess, over the yeah, next year. Thinking, they, everyone's yeah, like, we got to tap this, tap this market. So there'll pink, be some sort of promotional pink bat, event at pink, 54 games. Let me give you one. Mother's Day, Sunday, May 13th. Home game. They got a promotional giveaway. What are they giving out to the moms up at Chavez Ravine? I don't know. Cosmetic bags. Here you go. It's interesting because on Father's Day, June 17th, they got a home game. What are they giving out to the dads? What? Money clips. Oh, man. That is- Hey, Dodgers. Hey, Doyers. Let me uh, clue you in. You done fucked yourselves for 2018. Cosmetic bags for the moms. Money clips for the dads. Because that's how it go. Swiffers for the moms. <laughs> hey. Hooters gift certificates yeah. for the dads. <laughs> Lifetime Hooters for the dads. Hey, uh, Dodgers. What's up? Maybe you gotta. Maybe you should. Maybe maybe update the employees yeah. in that front office Let's there a little get bit. Get a little. Let's get uh, some younger. Twenty eighteen for twenty seventeen. It's perfect. I mean, if that was this year, of course it's twenty seventeen. Get your shit together, Dodgers. So that's just it. You essentially your. How good do you think that makeup is, though? How quality? The cosmetic, is that the bag? torn cosmetic swag bag. This bag sucks. Money clip though, strong, strong. for big man wallets. Money. Men make money. <laughs> Stupid assholes. What? Fucking snowflake cuck. <laughs> USA Today snapshots. 27% of millennial men. That's us, right? No. No. Shit. No, huh? <laughs> Don't, what are you looking up? I mean, well, I know Christ. we're not, but yeah, I don't but know. Like, what do you, I, I mean, don't know who is. I just want to know who to know the be age. mad at. Definitely me and you. <laughs> it's crazy being a millennial, dog. It's fucking crazy, the shit we got to put up with. 
Okay. Millennials. Born in 1982. Okay. And 20 years after. Okay. So we're, I'm just, I'm right there. Well, <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go with that. I'm five years out. Yeah, about there, about there, about there, about there, about there. It's crazy being a But anyway. You. So I what's don't, it like uh, for But you? I don't want to be. But tell me what you do. Tell me what happens. Well, this is the, I don't want to be, I don't want to be a millennial in this particular All right. instance. Well, in this case. 27% of millennials. What if millennials, what if you get half off drinks <laughs> for millennials night? Then I'll be then, like. Then I'm in. 82. 82 is a crazy year to be born. 27% of millennial men contact authorities to complain about their neighbors more than any other demographic. Not another demographic that even comes close. To snitching as hard as oh. these fucking little bitch it boy. Says authorities? That could be their mom and dad. Because <laughs> to them, their mom and dad is still the authority. Papa! This is 70% of millennial women tend to ignore issues with their neighbors. They don't got fucking time. Uh, this was a truly a survey of 2,069 U.S. adults. 27% of millennial men contact authorities. I guess that would be... To complain about their neighbors. What's that? The, uh, narking on them. Calling landlord, the cops. The cops? They're smoking grass. I'm telling you. It's secondhand smoke. These like snitchy ass snitches. You think they're calling these... I mean, not being a millennial, it's so hard for me to understand because, I mean, you might understand a little bit better being so close. I mean, I mean, earlier you were a millennial. proxy. <laughs> Before the show started, I was. So they just call authorities. That's so whack. Just get caught slipping right there. What is that? Is that like I don't knock on people's doors to tell them to be quiet because I'm afraid I'm going to get shot, so I, I just know. call the cops? Is this I just a, don't like to – I don't want to deal with shit. So I just call the cops? So I just always call – maybe it's the maybe it's not maybe it's the landlord. Is that an authority? It's an authority. Stop saying no? that. No? <laughs> it's no? cops. It's cops. Authorities are cops. Who has the ability? Who has the ability to stop you from making noise? The cops. If it's it's not your landlord, yeah. you can't call about your neighbors. Your neighbors don't have the same landlord. Well, I called my neighbor's landlord to tell them they're making noise. You call the fucking well, I cops. Was thinking of an, I was thinking of an apartment complex. Because millennials only live in apartments because they can't afford homes. <laughs> Unlike us, <laughs> live in huge houses. Baby boomers. Baby booms like us. You know, Gen Xer like myself who finally just grew up. Um, now I live in a house. They you, just sound like snitchy ass. You think they're just bitchy snitching. ass. Yeah. All right. That's what I think. They better think watch they, themselves. Yeah. Watch yourself. Word on the street, money talk. This is uh, what the markets, you know, looking like Quicksilver wants to buy Billabong. That's what I'm hearing on the street. That's big. $150 million, Quicksilver wants to come in and buy Billabong. It's going to shake up the industry, dog. Well, uh, well, what? I mean, what, what? I mean, just because we don't wear it. It'd just be, I heard Rip Curl might buy Hurley. What? Dude, those are huge companies. I heard Rip Curl might buy Hurley. <laughs> huge companies. Oh, shit. Sold in every mall. In oh, fucking shit. <laughs> I need some new board shorts and a fucking hoodie. <laughs> I heard Quicksilver wants to buy Billabong. <laughs> hey, how about growing up? How about that? You just you, you just wear what you grew up. Quicksilver wants to buy Billabong? <laughs> it's a lot of money. Billabong! 
So you're an adult person, but it says Billabong on your sweatshirt. That's an odd word. Yeah, man, it's Billabong. <laughs> I like I like Rip Curl. I like Hurley. I like Quicksilver. I like Billabong. It's cool. It's crazy, man. <laughs> Gears of War or something. What's that game? What's it called? Gears of War. Gears of War, man. It's called it's Call of What's Duty. What's it called? Call of Duty? Call of Duty, brah. What I call it? Gears of War. Gears of War is a great... It is a huge... Is that a game? It was a huge video game, too, yeah. It's called Gears of War. There's Gears of War and Call of Duty. They're both massive... Okay. Massive Xbox-style... And they... What do you... You just... You kill them? You kill everything. Do you kill everything? Pretty much. How do you win at all? By killing it all. By killing it all. (laughs) Gears of War. That's a... So that's in my head, because that's a real thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's right here. There's a bunch of them. I like... Yeah. I like that. Call of War? Is that anything? No. That's the new game. Call of Duty? Gears of Duty. Walls, walls of, of Calls. <laughs> walls and Walls of Calls. <laughs> it's a telemarketer. It's, <laughs> it's the a, first you play an AT&T operator. <laughs> you, play a, you play a Verizon <laughs> operator. It's really intense. Um, I, but I said, brah! Quicksilver might buy Billabong. Shake up the industry. I saw that Apple bought Shazam. Okay, that's probably a good purchase. I would think it would be, considering that they, it's like used by like hundreds of millions of people, first of all. Shazam is? Shazam is. It's a UK-based company. It's been around for fucking 10 or 15 years and they only bought it for 300 million dollars which like isn't that much money like in that world and it's like a wicked good way to like spy on fucking people because it has the ability to do uh, picture recognition and and sound recognition so it's just like oh you guys just they're like you love like different acquiring different ways of spying spying but i use shazam and you use fucking apple a lot uh, because it's such a handy little tool to hear music and not know what it is and then find out exactly what it is. So it's you're excited about this merger. About not this excited purchase. about it. I, I think it'll probably make it worse, but it just means that when I do that query that I do, when I do that you action do that of opening do. my phone and being like, what hey, is this love to get funky to know this. song? I'd love to get to know this. this but I'll Nova. do that through probably iTunes now, not through Shazam. But One-stop shopping. But um, but I guess when that when you can buy a you know Shazam for three hundred million dollars, I guess maybe Billabong buying Oakley. Who is it? Um, Oakley's looking at buying Vans. Oakley's a huge company too, and Quicksilver's a big company. They have stores like in every mall. Is they bigger than Billabong, dog? <laughs> I think so. Do you think Rip Curl's bigger than Hurley? <laughs> Gnarly Brosif. Yeah, it's sort Gnarly of Gnarly Brosif. <laughs> He's still fucking surfing? What the fuck, yo? Get like needles. Like, how was your surf session? I don't know. I got nine hypodermic needles sticking in my leg. There's a dirty diaper and a fucking tampon stuck to my back. Shaka bra, the ocean's natch. Natch beautiful. Go out with the bras, get some brekkie, and then hit that natch spot. What year is it? Fucking world is burning down. Yeah, bros, but I got to surf in the morning and clear my head out for the day. That's where I find peace, bro. 
What about the ocean? Yeah, like the world's collapsing. Yeah, bro. <laughs> but you need to get back to natch nature. Let the moons and the tides. No, I actually wick cool over here. Indoors. Windows closed. It's um direct TV working. Oh my god. Uh, I've got the Mad Scientist Laboratory. The Mad Scientist Mad Scientist is a US Army training and doctrine command. That's a T R A D O C. It's an initiative and a community of action that continually explores the future through collaborative partnerships and continuous dialogue with academia, industry, and government. They want to forecast the future of warfare. Through the initiative, the Army shapes future multi-domain land, air, sea, cyber, and space operations in its role as a thought leader in the future of warfare. Redefining the, ro the role of soldiers on the future battlefield. Will future soldiers be augmented, hyper-enhanced fighters? A force manager of unmanned and autonomous, semi-autonomous systems, or an amalgamation of the two? That's what the army's asking you and I. Conflict in the mid-21st century will witness the proliferation of unmanned, robotic, semi-autonomous, and autonomous weapons, platforms, and combatants that will dramatically alter and change forever the role of the soldier on the battlefield. Potential adversaries may also use this technology to undertake operations that are morally, legally, or ethically questionable. Artificial intelligence and autonomy will provide essential time-critical decision-making support to the leaders and the warfighters regarding force employment courses of action in the authorization or ordering of lethal force. While the nature of warfare will remain intrinsically human, as long as its aim is the imposition of our will over that of another adversary, the character of warfare will change as the tools used to execute warfare become increasingly less human. I don't know. What about just like not fighting anymore? Well, what about <laughs> establishing a robot force that fights other robot forces? Yeah, like Star Wars. Get them. Um... There'd be much more. I mean, I mean, don't you just want to spend billions of dollars and build robots and have them fight? I mean, but I know then, you could just chill. The problem but is, come that, on. But that's not it. It's not. See, there's something quite civilized to me about the idea of two companies, two companies, two countries, same thing. Companies, <laughs> exactly. Same Go thing. on. Basically saying, we're mad at you, you're mad at us. Like, let's build a fleet of inanimate robots. Let's put them in the ring. They'll fight. But what it is going to be, it's our robots going into like dirt floor villages and like massacring like would-be terrorists it's gonna be yeah, yeah, yeah. robots against you know impoverished Horror humans yeah. it's not gonna be robot versus robot like ah you did it you won yeah while we sit around and like drink beers no like which would kind of be awesome be like we're the best like we're then the it would be like robots. going to like a laker game <laughs> as opposed to like but that's not what it's gonna be it's gonna no. be you know, oh, how do you, how can you slaughter all these people? It's like, well, village, we don't do it. Anybody in. The, 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 we, we do without sending anybody in. Without having to ask another human being to have that kind of disregard for other human life. Well, and, and, and also, you know what I mean? Totally. It's, it's, it's an easy, 
way to just be like, oh, this is a, a nasty thing yeah. that we have to do. And now we don't have to put a human being yeah. up to doing got it. got a warehouse of sex robots here. Fucking, what are they doing Arm all them. day? Until you get home from work. They can be killing. You, you can be killing villages all day before you fuck all night. 24-hour robot kill fuck machine. Love you. I love your tech and your AI. Yeah, you were expensive, but you're worth every gosh darn penny. Because you kill all day and you fuck all night. You're one of the greats. I love you. I love you. Chloe. I love you, Chloe. Chloe, Chloe. Chloe? So... I don't know, man. I mean, it's getting all too much for this kid over here. And you know, the man. thing about robots is they're going to be smart, hard to kill. Oh, impossible to kill. So hard to kill. Impossible to kill. Yeah. And yet they'll be very capable of killing. Oh, their capabilities <laughs> of killing will be uh, superb. It's just amazing that everything we watched in like bad movies as a kid it just happened so quickly but happening. you but people don't realize that it's like well yeah that's what happens because people you watch, watch movies movie. and then they become i want that i want to do You're that like the back and to the future do... fucking shoes that lace them you want things so you create them. i want terminator i want terminator robocop <laughs> i want it i want weird science woman i want her straight up dun, 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 dun. <laughs> i want it great Great. Well, you, you got have it. it now. You happy? It killed you. <laughs> Ripped your, your brother dick off. And your brother's friend. It beat you with your own dicks and laughed. <laughs> Chloe laughs weird when she kills my brother's friend with his own dick. It's a, a wild, wild world. It's a wild world. It's going to be a trip to... See it? To die. To die within it? <laughs> within it. It'll be pretty trippy. It'll be trippy. Be crazy. To see how... How you, how you die, how painful and awful it is. Oh, can't wait. This is worse than I ever even fucking Jonathan ever conjured up. Uh, the International Air Transport Association reports that incidents involving physical aggression between airline passengers or pass, passengers toward... Between airline passengers or passengers towards flight crew grew 12% in 2016. So that's cabin crews had to restrain a passenger 169 times last year. That's up from 113 times in 2015. Alcohol, often, not always, often played Allegedly, a role. Allegedly, legally you can't say alcohol. It's alcohol's what fault. Happened? Alcohol <laughs> probably played a... Man, people oh. get shit-faced on planes, hey? You get drunk. What else are you going to do? You can't sleep. You know? Some people can. Yeah, I see it. I don't know how well they're on pills. They're on pills. Some people can't. Some people don't do, take drugs. So Sometimes, you know what I like to see is when there's been delays and people have taken their drugs in anticipation of when plane hit 10 it. minutes of sleep. No. no, your flight got delayed seven hours. How's that fucking Xanax treating you right now Ooh. that you're like walking around Wake the terminal now. like with your crying kid? Why are you drooling? Why is your kid crying? Who's drooling more? You or your baby? <laughs> Fuck you. But it's good. We're beating our record that each year you can expect more, more um, violence, more turbulence in the air due to the turbulence like, amongst crosswinds. And then more turbulence we're actually inside the plane where I really want to get extra conflict. turbulent. Internal combustion turbulence. That's what really makes the whole experience. Oh, and it's more expensive, and the seats got smaller, and we bring less on. You guys are killing it. And the food and there's doesn't no almonds. exist. No almonds? It doesn't exist. You can't give me a bag of almonds, huh? 
You can't throw me six fucking almonds, huh? This sucks. It's insane. It's insane how they did this to us. They they really just they. I yeah, think took it away started. The when did it start? In like two thousand and did it start because of nine eleven, or did it start in the economic crash the afterwards? I remember they started to be like, we're having a hard time. We're gonna have to do some cutbacks. But then they like, they just pulled like the dupe, full dupe, because everybody, yeah. Everybody travels. Oh, everybody. You got to travel. Nonstop. You got to go places. Nobody I know doesn't travel. Well, you got to go places. <laughs> Enjoy it up there. How's a Big Bang Theory? Great. I have no almonds. This this is this is just choice. <laughs> How's the third season of Big Bang How's Theory? How's episode seven of the third season of Big Bang Theory? Oh, you can't take pills because you're sober? Enjoy this flight to New York. I have an almond. Nope. No, sir. No. You could if you could buy them, but hey, you can't nine, because we're sold you, out anyway. You, oh, you didn't have nine bucks inside the airport? You could have bought one there. Oh, speaking of that, I was watching CBS Sunday morning. They were talking about they have a substance abuse treatment program that's specific to commercial airline pilots that's been in place for some time. It is comprehensive, and it... It's years long. It's a really, you do a inpatient, you do a 30-day, but you have follow-up that lasts. Um, they have a very high success rate among the airline pilots. Currently, so you, you come, the idea was to be able to allow the pilots to come forward and say, I have an I'm addiction issue. Up. And so they won't be hiding it or wouldn't, so it could be more transparent and they found that the they were talking. The, it was basically about the program that they use. Could that be implemented in a more in a broader, not just for fucking pilots, but for everybody? Like because the success rate is so high. Currently, there are one thousand three hundred pilots who fly with a special medical license for addiction. So they're in the program, and it's understood that they're in the program. But they've been given this special license that says. You're in this program. Otherwise, without it, you probably already would have been fired or maybe not be allowed to fly. They're obviously being tested and not drinking. But just to add to that, know that on your commercial airline flights in 2018, take a look at the pilots. See, so like, how many days do you have, yeah, dude? Th- yeah. Oh, you got two, two days? What happened? You don't ask me what fucking happened. My niece's birthday party happened. Get back in your fucking seat, no almonds. Great. Great. Oh, because the second day of sobriety, you have to come back on. That's usually when you're red hot. Think it's straight. How many days do you guys got up here combined? Because I want to hear at least 365 or I'm stepping back off the plane. So 1,300 pilots, special medical license. So they're, they're cusping right now. Anything could set them off. Anything. Oh, you know what makes me want to drink is turbulence. Well, then don't fly the plane! <laughs> Terrible idea, pilot person. Ah, turbulence makes me want to get fucking loaded. Great. Uh, here we are coming over the uh, Colorado Rock. Oh, everybody. <laughs> it's going to be about 12 minutes of me drinking. <laughs> I think, um, but I guess the idea that, but it's like for them to come forward and be like, I'm an alcoholic is them essentially coming forward and been like, I have endangered like, thousands and thousands of people's lives for the last two years and now i want to like stop drinking i drink and fly so the fact that they get almost like a kind of a A bonus (laughs) well they get a free rehab and get to keep flying 
but essentially they've already they've already broken the the rules. Promise has been broken. But the idea is to prevent that from happening forever that eventually would maybe end in them doing Can't, something really bad. I don't know. Can't prevent it. My question is this. Yeah. How many how many I want to say how many fatal plane crashes All of them. have been caused by uh, a, a chemically altered, you know, a drunk or high uh, pilot error, but you know that that the that there was drugs or alcohol in the system. They'll never tell us. No, but I wonder. I wonder how many. They'll never tell us. You think like most? Don't say that. You think? How about like you know what you got to do? You got to find people. Should be matched up. With your profession. Don't it, they have to breathalyze like right before they get on I a plane? I don't think they do that. They should. They should. I, I like mean, this. Why wouldn't you? You're about to get you're about to fly this plane. Breathalyze. Breathalyze. Simple. You get gotta up. scan my fucking dick every time I walk through a goddamn terminal. And I'm not doing shit. No, you're not doing shit. You get dick cancer every time you fly. You, you can can't kick me off a plane for being too drunk. Breathalyze they should walk I love this. Breathalyze each and every one of them. And flight attendants. Gotta match people up to a profession. I guess you gotta get a bunch of squares. For possession for professions where you just don't want the person drinking, you only take applicants that just don't drink. All right, that's it. No, we don't gotta even this possession. You you gotta find um Oh, you're like a security guard at the football game. I've never watched a football game in my life. I hate it. Good, because you'll do a better job looking at this way than looking at the field. Right? You just gotta you gotta match people up with things that they can excel at their job because they don't fucking it's they don't care they don't give a fuck. Does that but make wouldn't sense? that make people lie more? Yeah, but you'll ca at the football game you'll catch them because they'll be like you always see those guys. You're supposed to you're wearing your yellow jacket, your security. You should be watching all these dudes because they're throwing beers at the players. But what you're doing is doing like oh I'm just stretching out my back and they're getting a little curl action to like oh third and. Third and eight, I better get up. Oh, let me bend this way, and I'm still looking at the stand. Are you? Because you're half cock watching the game. Turn your ass around. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you're uh, oh, you're here. You're security at the Guns N' Roses concert, and you love classical music. Perfect. You won't Perfect. give a fuck. Put your earplugs in. Turn your head and look this way. Oh, you want to fly the plane or the Uber or the Lyft? I've never had a drink in my life. I hate booze. It makes me sick. Come right in. Come on in. Come on in. Instead of everyone, all they do all day is drink and do drugs. Come in. Yeah, I guess you're right. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So what? Bartenders can. Bartenders are sober. They. they, they so who? What job do you get to have if you love to drink? Nothing. You have everyone has to quit drinking. That's <laughs> crazy sober nation. I just want to know what are the cool, fun jobs if you love drinking. Um, I get it. Could just be if you've ever had a drink, you could do nothing that involves any sort of public safety or you have to look out for anybody. Like doesn't leave much, right? Wait a minute, my plan might like be like office work. Data um, entry. Data entry. Yeah. I'm a drunk. Oh, come here. Come right over here. This will be perfect for you. You can't mix it. It's powder keg ready to explode. We shouldn't be worried about airline pilots. We should basically be assuming that like I don't really, you know, I just Ubers think and lifts and shit. I don't understand why anyone is allowed to do anything 
get get getting paid by a company to do anything mechanical that you shouldn't have to take a fucking breathalyzer like all the time. I'm I mean, loving this. I mean, it's it's such a simple thing to just be like, oh, you have to take a breathalyzer like every two hours. Yeah, once like, you get to Starbucks, take this breathalyzer before sorry, you make that like, coffee. Don't make that coffee. You're fucking drunk. Like that just seems to me to be like a no brainer. I think because there's nothing intrusive about it other than. The fact is, it's probably eighty-seven percent of all people would fail, and so the like, I guess the economy would shut down. We wouldn't be able to exist. Cause is that is, really true? I think everyone is dr a drunk, pretty much. Everyone's a raging alcoholic. No, most people, <laughs> most people, are addicted to dr booze they don't or drugs drink or pills. During the day they, and they, shit. they abuse their shit most often, all the time. Pretty much as a thing in their lives. I found that to be the case anecdotally. I mean, I when I was drinking during the day like that, I found myself. Definitely. A lot of cabs. <laughs> no, that I found myself alone in that process. Okay. Nobody at my work was trying to go steal a lunchtime beer with me. I was, was, I was a solo mish. That was a solo mish. Okay. Uh, I would love to just, in one night, go out Uber police and randomly breathalyze a hundred Uber drivers and see how many that would be heaven. How I many mean, fail, especially half, we half 51% anyway, definitely. I mean, there's, there's definitely people who are like, I love doing this job, but I can't do it unless I've had a few. Well, that's most jobs. Yeah. That's most life it's life. <laughs> I love life. I love doing life. Especially if I've had, especially a few. if I've had a few drinks, I love my wife, love my life, love my kids, love my job, love my wife, love my life with booze. The National Pest Management Association was established in 1933. Our mission is your protection. Thank you. I was on their website. It happens. I go down my own rabbit holes sometimes. They want to reach out to millennials. The National Pest Management Tell them Association. Quit calling the cops. <laughs> Stop calling the cops. Call us. About your ant infestation. <laughs> Millennials are the largest group of home buyers, according to Ellie Mae. A software so I wonder if that has anything to do with that they're the most complaining. Because they're, they're like, these houses. I'm, about this fucking I'm house. a homeowner. God damn it. God damn it. It's exercising my right. Shut I'm up. I'm a homeowner in America. <laughs> but what does this type, this new group of homeowners mean to the pest management companies? Why should we pay attention to them? Millennials are the second largest population. Uh, while baby boomers still hold the most significant amount of income, once millennials are in homes, they will be a major generation of so pest management buyers. What happened to us? It skipped us, right? We're, We're fucked. I, maybe just you and I. I don't know. No, I think there's a lot of... No? Yeah, I think it's just me and you. But they don't talk about us. Me and you, they don't talk about the podcast. No, I'm oh. saying... <laughs> They talk about baby boomers and yep. they talk about millennials. They don't talk about us. It's because it's Generation X, Jonathan. Because it's an it, X. It's but an I'm X. saying we there's there more millennials own homes than Generation Xers. Yet we're older and have more kids, right? Oh, but yeah. We're living in like shitty apartments and like and vanigans. Well, yeah, we're a mess. I mean, well, think so about it. So I'm saying it. what happened? Like, we got fucked. Yeah, because the millennials are fucking calling the cops because they're like, my Gen X fucking next-door neighbors blasting mm -hmm. Pearl Jam like, in January of 2018. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Doug? 
Hey, Doug, I know being 45 is wicks cool, but could you stop singing fucking Pearl Jam at 6 o'clock in the morning before you go to work because that's the only way you can pump it up because you're sober? No, man, I quit drinking. <laughs> yeah, I quit drinking before the Roxy's, before the Molly. I was old school. LSD, grass, and fucking Budweiser. Now I'm 45, <laughs> divorced, two teenage daughters. Yeah, I need a little fucking Pearl Jam to pump me up before work. Yeah, I, maybe I do. Generation X done got fucked. Yeah. Losers. Total losers. Maybe it is just us. It's, er, it's even just me and you. So what are the what are the pest people say? The pest people they want They don't care about us. <laughs> um we know that millennials they want to use their free time to enjoy experiences. We know that that's what they're about, right? <laughs> Skydiving. Who doesn't? <laughs> well, I'd rather no, not have an experience. No, but millennials we know this they like do more things. than they just love experiences. Like what? Like well, the like, ice cream museum? If you're at a, <laughs> at the Christmas party and like they don't want it, it, when they're talking about bonuses, they don't want their bonus to be money. They want they to want be, to be like a Belizean scuba yeah, trip. Yeah, I want a like Belizean scuba trip. Well, you're not getting that. You're getting like three hundred bucks. Twenty dollar gift certificate to Osh. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I was getting a Belizean scuba diving <laughs> excursion for four. We know the millennials. They love free time to enjoy experiences, which means they're willing to pay service companies. To handle tasks that take away from time with family and friends. So they prioritize their personal time. So they choose service companies very carefully. Millennials are not price shoppers. They're just interested in building a relationship and having a good experience with their service provider. So they're asking the pest management people, get the Orkin people, get in there. Establish a relationship. Be chill with it. When you roll into that house, you smoke a J smoke and a J and be chill with these chakra bras. Because if they bust you for being Gen X, you're fucked. You got to go in there like Lil Pump. You need to fucking go in there and you need to like make that fucking rainbow hair and dread it and get in there. You have to. Yeah. Gucci gang right from the sidewalk <laughs> into their home and or apartment, whatever these young people have, and just be like, I know what's up, man. Oh, HQ? Killing it. Always playing. Always playing. Oh, Ladybird? Seen it three times. <laughs> you kids? You kidding me? Shit, man. I almost went to go see Ladybird like fuck. last night. I, uh, this week. I, I meant to see it last night. I see it this week. I got to see it. We gotta see it. You know, I watched the trailer and I felt like I saw it, and I just wish they didn't make trailers like that anymore. Were you, were they showed too they much. They give you, you everything, and they're all the same formula, and it's really not. The, the trailers used to have. There used to be an art to trailers of like kind of a teasing and sort of a. Ooh. But now, it's like they use a formula to where they've. It the formula. I mean, this is old news, but. It's a compacted version of the arc of a movie, of the movie. So it's like, if you like the way this trailer feels, you're going to like the way this movie, because it's the same arc, as opposed to like, what the fuck's this movie Previews used to be like, what the fuck is this? I need to see it. There's none of that anymore. It's like, if you like this feeling, then you'll like this feeling, because the same- So you've kind of seen Lady Bird. You dug dug it. Lady Bird was great. Oh, you saw it? it? 
I saw some some yeah. I saw, I saw the it. long trailer. Saw it. Saw, I saw the extended, HD extended, extended trailer. Trailer, and I think I got it. I mean, she's I did get it though. And then she's the mother, and then mothers and daughters, and they you, fight. And but then they love. Yes, loved it. And they come of age, and you gotta come of age. <laughs> I want to see it though. No, gotta see it. Fucking see a fucking good movie. It's nice to think. I liked her other movie. That you're gonna get a treat. Right. When it comes to TV, I'm, 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 we're getting good stuff, but like movie wise, to know like, no, oh, this will be good. You're gonna dig this movie is like, well, that's nice. I'd like to get in on that action. How do you know that? I, I mean, you I don't, but you kind of do. You, but the, you, you talk. You know, you, you got your people and you got your, yeah, you know, your reviewers, and you can get. Oh, this is like, this will be good. This is not gonna be a dupe. This good. isn't gonna be. Garbage. It's not yeah. going to be like garbage. Where everyone says this is great, and it's like a lie. No. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll have to do our recap. Our together. 2017 film. God, we have so much to do together. I wish I could. I wish I could just deal with your schedule. Like yeah. your like 11 a.m. movies in Hollywood. Like yeah. I wish I was like, oh yeah, I've done yoga. I got up at six. I did yoga at yeah. eight, and like I'm eating, and I'm like ready to go see a movie. See this film. But like it just doesn't. It doesn't, doesn't happen that like that. Yeah, I gotta catch you. Like, can you do the hologram? Like, I can do like maybe four, <laughs> maybe. Maybe. But it's 11 now. What? what? I'm there. I'm in Hollywood. It's noon. I'm in Hollywood. I can maybe meet I'm you in Hollywood. There by I four. can uh, maybe hang out there. Read. I'll do, if I drive by, it's a go. But maybe not because I gotta park. According to a survey done by Blink, this is the ultra-affordable, ultra totally wire-free HD home security camera. Wow. Uh, more than a million Americans, excuse me, more than nine million Americans. Okay. <laughs> That's like just on a side note. When we were, we started our initial 2017 no, no gifts, we realized it was, whoa. Way that, too people late. Have already, the they finished their shopping pre-Thanksgiving. And I said, well, what if we took the $23 billion we're going to spend and we found a way to utilize them? Jonathan and I like run the National Retail Association <laughs> or whatever website afterwards, and it was like, it was like what was it, three, $95 billion. It was, it was like, some, yeah, $3 yeah. trillion. It was almost dollars. a trillion, yeah, like yeah. a trillion dollars. I'm like, yeah. Seth, that's cute. It's yeah. like that much money just on gift cards. Yeah, like, just Starbucks. Let alone like, yeah. yeah, let alone like actual. So for hashtag for 2018. No gifts. Hashtag twenty. What are we gonna do? No we're gifts. gonna somehow pool the money together. We're gonna take all the money. But we're not gonna you're not gonna spend the same amount of money you would spend on gifts. You're gonna we're gonna take ten percent of what we would spend on gifts. Okay, so we're gonna and, take and pool that together. So we'll take ten billion dollars and then we'll see what we gotta do with that. We gotta get Flint some water. That's the first thing we're gonna do. That would be nice. We're gonna get them water. You guys cool? I'm thirsty. You should be. You guys haven't had water in like forever. I'm Wicks thirst. Well, because you, I don't have any water, and <laughs> it's a super essential. I think we'll start with that. All right, but we'll 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 have a list. We'll do like a like a cozy TV show list. We'll come up with uh, like what suitable need? causes. Yeah, well, maybe if we address one at a time as opposed to trying to just spread it out, spread it out, spread it out. So maybe we we'll just are like, sorry, like we chose Flint because like yeah. we had to. We're going to do the like, infrastructure. We're doing a we whole new piping just, system. Just Flint. And like, they're getting like super fast um, internet. Google's yeah, like, also coming in. Verizon, fiber optic internet. Fios. And, and brand new fucking water Tankless pumps. water heater. Like showering, like hottest, cleanest water, just like internet in every room. Like, ah. Nine million Americans had packages stolen 
from their doorsteps within the past year. Okay. The only, that's too many. I don't – maybe it's because it's a home security. Maybe it's their own like because the survey was done by a home security camera company. So they're like – You think that's too much? I think – I would think no. that's a million – that's nine million people. Yeah, but it's like nine million people. Let's say five million of them were people that are like, I'm going to steal that. Four million of them were people that live in the same apartment building being like, I hate that person. I'm taking their shit. Yeah. Or like kids or like, you know, yeah, just, you know, miscreants, miscreants, (laughs) hooligans, 'er ne'er-do-wells, miscreants. That Um, is so much stealing. I mean, how many people are in the fucking states? 350? Is it 500? 350? I don't know. We should know that. This is America through the eyes of two American Americans. We, we don't know, know our people. own population. We should know, yeah, how many million Americans have the, who would have the opportunity to listen to this. How are you even going to... 324 million in, uh, All right. in 2016. So, 324. Three so... That's like... You know what's crazy about that, though, is because you, you, you know you're not supposed to steal. And so... I mean... But you know what I mean. You're not supposed to. No. So, But let me give you an example. If you were in your automobile and you saw FedEx or UPS or the post office leave a package on somebody's front porch, you would not walk up and take it off the porch. Unless I didn't like them. Say you don't know them. Definitely not. Not in a million years, no, 100%, you would not do it. I wouldn't say in a million years. (laughs) Not in 10 years. Yeah. I wouldn't do that. No. So what do you? What was the? What What is the scenario? You're, si- you're, you're, you're sitting, sitting, and you see a package no has been delivered. No way. You would not walk up onto the person's steps and just take. I the mean, package. unless I knew what it was for sure. Then again, then that, again, you don't know what it is. You don't know who they are. Yeah, definitely not. Because it's just not worth the risk. <laughs> it's just it make it gives me a little to get like to get, get like a case of cat food and be like I, fuck. Ah, well, Seth, it's I get it. Is gravy lemon? The idea they had that like a Mopar like thing, totally. then maybe I'd take it. You know? totally. No, it's it's the not. Idea it's super not. Live here. It's a violation of a lot of things. It's it's rough. Yeah, You're not supposed to do it. But just the fact that it is that something so f- that you so wouldn't do, and when people do it, you're like, that's whack. That it could happen nine like, million. They times. happen a hundred times. It's like, well, that sucks. The fact that it happens nine million times means it's just like, oh, that's just. Um, breathing that's living but also at a certain point then what is it that uh, I, I feel like that where if the if something is so rampant then where does the responsibility fall on like well why don't you stop like providing an opportunity for something like that to happen as opposed to just thinking that somehow that's so still supposed to work which is why then amazon's like well let us walk in your house and you're like well that's a terrible solution you know well, because but, you're making yeah. me I'm having to give up so much in order to you for you to be able to protect me from that. I you know, know? but it 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 is literally born out of we prov- in a perfect world we provide an amazing service. You go online, you order it, yeah. you pay for it, we bring it to you. And then oh, your friends, oh, wait a minute, we realize it didn't work it. because everyone steals it. It's just uh, insane to think that like oh, so that's okay. That's just how it is. You can't. But then I guess also what it, what would be the way to do it to increase the punishment for doing something like that i don't think that really works right i i don't, I don't know. know i don't know it's just it's just or to it's whack to steal someone's package so why does it happen nine million times that's so many times 
You don't even know what's in there. Or maybe you do. Oh, who the fuck cares? I bought this, not you. I'm taking it. I want it. I don't care. I'm I don't give a fuck. It. Well, I think what you put... I mean, put a million things, drugs, poverty, whatever it's. No, it, no, no. I'm not looking at excuses for that. I'm saying, what if we would just put tracking in every fucking package and it exploded? If it doesn't, if, if it, it doesn't go to the right person, the th- if it leaves it a radius, with a thousand it, knives. Gotcha, grandma. Oh, they killed the grandma bandit. Saginaw, Michigan. She was. Uh, yeah, I installed the uh, it's called the blink. It's blink a new thing. Blink's new home security thousand knives. <laughs> if if. I'm told when the package is delivered, it's, I'm alerted on my phone. Uh, I have to put in a code within one minute that establishes that I received the package. But on my camera from my phone, I watched it being stolen from my front porch. I have 30 minutes legally to explode before, yeah, before, I, can, I, detonate. before I detonate. And I will detonate at exactly 30. <laughs> so there's a speaker that's on the barcode where I can speak to the thief. Hey, granny thief. I know this is your game. I've seen you on the local news. But you have about 17 minutes before I detonate you with Blink's new fucking home security system. That was enough. And she was like, that ain't a thing, bitch. And then she gets into her fucking Astro van, and then she's stopping at Mickey D's, and a booyah. Boom. <laughs> minivan explodes. Thousand yeah, there were some casualties. Took out four high school kids working in the McDonald's. The tellers. It's the price we pay these days to get my shit. Um, I don't know why... Can't you just, I mean, what? What do you, what do you, I mean, you could, let's just say, you know, there's, there's, you know, mailboxes are secure. Yeah. They're bolted to the ground. You open them, shit goes in them, stuff doesn't come out of them. Yeah. Very difficult, cumbersome to fucking steal, to break into. You could just have one of those in the front of your fucking house. If you're having things constantly delivered to the front of your fucking house. I have a better idea. You give Amazon your fucking house keys and they'll just put it right in your house. Thank you, Jeff. Okay, but what about, okay. We'll see. What about about a dog? What about a cat? Totally. What about a person who just, uh, what about a sticky door? What about the burglar who's already broken in earlier, didn't know that the delivery person was coming and then thinks it's the homeowner and murders the Amazon delivery yeah, person? I mean, it's, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you're the homeowner. It's, you know, you're, you're. We'll see. I mean, we'll know. We'll you'll be getting reports of that probably, you know, around the new year of like how this goes drastically wrong. I mean, it would be more that, that there is a threshold that they are allowed access to. Before that like a shock collar, you know, no, I'm saying that like there's a, you know, like a mudroom, like there's a double door that it's like, oh, this is your foyer. It locks to your real house. Your real house is here. And these types are given a universal yeah, yeah, key. Yeah. And then it just but makes. But then I know, but it's Tori. He's the Amazon guy. We're friends now because you're well, from your camera at work. You strike you up a talk, relationship. You guys talk a lot. I love. Oh, God, Troy is the best. He's so funny. He is fucking strong and funny. God damn it. I didn't know they made him that tall, strong, and funny. Um, God. I just think so. Smart, fucking, too. Smart. It's the world is melting. He's smart. I don't know how. It's like, what do you want? Like, what everything? Or it's nothing. like, well, you got it. But, got like, it. if you want everything, you're going to get everything. Put and if the, you want, if you don't want everything, then you get nothing. This coffee's cold. Put it in the microwave. Put it in the microwave. How long? A couple minutes. Yeah. Awesome. Hot coffee. 
We're going to be okay. We're just going to breathe. Slow, deep, human breaths. <laughs> humane, human. humane, human breaths. Building yeah. things up, not tearing them down. Uh, black is the new rainbow. Black foods will be to 2018 what rainbows and unicorns were. Think the Starbucks fad unicorn frappuccino were in 2017. Food Denise Purcell, head of content for the Specialty Food Association, expects foods made with activated charcoal to be all the rage in 2018, both for their striking appearances and for charcoal's reported association with cleansing I love and healthy digestion. Quote, I think it's a response to the rainbow. It's not. Okay. Going, but going in the opposite direction, she says. But what is interesting is the role social media plays on some of these trends, which is what all it is. I mean, is that everyone? everyone fucking put up. What is that fucking goddamn ice cream place downtown? They put up that black ice cream, and I, even I was like, I want black ice cream. Like, oh, that looks fucking – I don't know why it looks good. It looks better than regular ice well, cream. Because it, it's cool. It looks different. I want that. Yeah, it oh, looks – well, That burger has a black bun? What is that? I had a black bun. I don't know about black buns. But I like black buns. Um, Activate that charcoal. So we got ultraviolet. What is, is that our fucking place called? I blocked that out of my head when I. I drove by and it. I couldn't. There was like a line around the fucking block, and I was like, I'm like every other asshole on Instagram. And then like I never went back. You did go. I tried. Oh, I was gonna say, but it's... I couldn't park. I'm serious. <laughs> the story of your life. <laughs> so many things I tried to do, couldn't park. So it's ultraviolet is the color, I guess, for interiors, for design. And black is but black is for the black color food, for ultraviolet, little damage. That's a stupid name. Is it? Little damage? It's a soft serve, authentic ice cream. Little damage with black ice cream. That's what they got most that's, that's, famous that's for. That's what they were red hot. So black ice Look cream, black foods. I saw that and I was like, I want that. It looks delicious. How do you not want that? And so, so you drove I, down there, couldn't find couldn't parking, find and, parking and I drove home. And then I was like, damn this fucking fucked up world. Damn I Instagram. hate this fucking world. Damn you, Instagram. Damn you, Instagram. And then I stopped, deleted the app, and I've, yep. you Still know. Still haven't had the ice cream. But think nope. of all the charcoal-activated foods you're going to be having all through 2018. I'm going to be sick of it. I'm going to be hating s- it by Valentine's Day. That's, that's the hope. Hate it by Valentine's Day. Oh, I love ice cream. Do you really? Oh, it's the best. Oh, man. Cool. I, really, I like ice cream. I never really... Love it. That's cool. Really something they haven't managed to figure out a good vegan alternative for either. No, I guess not. Really just doesn't you do love it. love ice cream, huh? That's, love it. It's adorable. Ate a pint of it last night. What kind? I'd rather not say. The the brand or the flavor? Uh, I, I drove... There we go. Found I parking. left my house. I'm parking here. Hopefully after 8 p.m.? Yeah. 3.30 in the morning. I am going to sit down because I'm listening. <laughs> uh, I had been talking about getting a milkshake for approximately two to three hours okay. prior. To friends? Yes. Acquaintances? Whoever would listen. Whoever wants to hear I you was talk home. And texting people. I was on the phone. I had a long conversation with a friend about milkshakes. No, about a lot of things, but kept coming back to the milkshake <laughs> and then got on another phone call with Brandon. Brandon was like, I want a milkshake too. What? I'm going to get one. Oh, he brought, so who then brought we up the talked about, you? huh? So he calls, Hey brother, I need to talk to you about something. You're like, before we get into that, I just want to let you know, I'm 
if at any time no, you want No, we a were talking about some tech shit, and then I was like, I want a fucking milkshake so bad. I've okay. wanted one for like three hours, and he goes, I really want one too. So then there was a long conversation about whether or not we were going to meet for a milkshake at 3.30 in the morning. Jesus Christ. But it was a little too far away for me to justify going. Did you have a place in mind? Uh, Fred 62. So... But very close to him, not so talking, close to me. And I was like, talking, I feel a little... We're talking about Los Angeles. We're talking about Vermont. Yeah. We talk about... What, we talk about like Los Feliz? Yes. And I was like, but they make the bomb milkshake. Okay. And they're open late. And I was like, but I feel mm. a little crazy at 3.30 in the morning driving all the way there and all the way back for a fucking milkshake. So then I was like, fuck it. I'm going to get a milkshake. And he's like, I am too. So he's going to go to Fred 62. I say, I decide I'm going to go to Denny's because Denny's is. This is getting better and better. Denny's is down the street from my house. Super close. They, how are their milkshakes? Fine. You've had one? Yes. Decent. Decent. No Fred 62, but hey, at 3.30 in the morning? It's not bad. In a pinch? Not bad. How's the crew at a Denny's at 3.30 in the morning? Up that in, that in one life? is, well, the staff that works there at that the hour staff. is I'm, actually super I'm sure. cool. What about the homies in the booths? How are they looking? Some, some, I mean, you get some bar crowds that are just like friends and couples, just a little drunk and, you know. Okay. And then you get some people who have a lot of newspapers. Issues. So a, a lot of newspapers. Newspapers. A shit ton of newspapers. Like stacked. Like a, like a lot of And a lot of notes and a lot of, a lot of. A lot of jotting down of, of discoveries. Sounds like my life. <laughs> so I drive to my local Denny's and they're closed. What the fuck? They are they closed. for hours. They are. They're and closed for maintenance. That's what it says. They? It says handwritten on the thing. So I've managed to forge out. You're on about this point. No turning back. No turning get back. Get an IHOP around there? No. Opposite side. Can't go to there. And also wouldn't get a milkshake at IHOP at three in the morning. I'd get a short stack, but I wouldn't get a fucking love milkshake. to see that. Uh, so I literally, if you pull out of the Denny's parking lot, there's a McDonald's directly across. So oh, I'm wow. just like, this fuck getting, it. This is getting crazy. I'm going to drive and I'm just going to drive through and get a fucking yeah, milkshake. We're already here. They but get the bomb ass fries. Everyone I mean, knows about, I would probably get fries too. Uh, everyone knows that McDonald's, uh, all their, their ice cream shake machines miraculously always break, busted. always break at midnight, the internet. midnight, every night. They're always broken. I read that on the internet. So... I drive up to that, and the last time I went there, they actually did have milkshakes. So I roll up this time, and I'm, like, hopeful. And before I even get it out, he's like, hey, we're only accepting cash right now. And I'm like, no problem. But then I was like, fuck. I was like, can you break 100? Because that's all I had. And he was like, man, I just got my drawer. And I was like, motherfucker. So strike out at Denny's. Strike out at McDonald's. I'm like, there's... I don't know where else I can go right now to get a milkshake other than turn around and drive all the way to Fred 62, which is what I've been trying to avoid to do. Let me just interrupt you. We're talking about like, all I got to do is just sit down and write a movie. I mean, this literally, this would make the blacklist of 2018 log line. Guy goes for a milkshake. Guy wakes up at three 30, goes for a milkshake. Amazing. Hey, but he never gets one, but does he get one? He doesn't get one, but he finds inner peace. Um, I wind up going to the Seven Eleven, and I got a pint of Briars. Uh, That's Reese, all natural. Bri That's simple Breyer's ingredients. Peanut butter cup. Uh, Reese's peanut butter cup. It's called like blasted or like like whatever. I I it was a weak moment. I, I was sort of didn't know what I wanted because I really didn't want ice cream. I you wanted, wanted a, milkshake. a milkshake. And so why don't you go to Fred sixty two? It's just too. It fell too far. But, but at this point, at this point, you're absolutely right. Um, I should have gone. And gotten what I wanted, and then also been able to see my friend, who then 
transpires that he goes to Fred 62 while I'm doing all of this and the craziest fucking thing happens while he's there that I miss out on with this local kind of crazy homeless guy that we know in that area. And he calls me and recounts this whole story. And I'm like, I can't believe I didn't go and meet you there and see this like insane thing play out. Instead, I'm eating this weird soft ice cream that I don't really like not having a milkshake. Wow. But watching the office like six episodes, like six episodes, with four o'clock in the morning, falling in love with Jenna Fisher, looking her up being like, she's single. Looking up Jenna Fisher, literally falling in love with her. You're like, what's up with this? I wonder what's up. She's been divorced once. This this other yeah. marriage is only going to last Jonathan so long. literally in here yelling about some dude. I'm like, is that Jenna Fisher in the photo? Yeah, that's her fucking stupid husband. Whoa. Oh, shit, man. Office goes deep, huh? <laughs> Getting so mad when you see Krasinski in real life. Like, you Jim, you fucking fuck Jim. Wow, man. Uh... Oh, yeah, dude. America through the eyes of two American-Americans. Do I need to get a milk? I mean, it would be stupid. You don't get a vegan milkshake. I don't have those. I mean, they do. Somebody's got to make good. Sounds good. I know everyone's going to call me and tell me, like, "Eh, like Halo Top or, like, whatever the fuck bullshit. I've had every fucking goddamn soy-based thing. Tofuti is maybe the only thing that, like, kind of tastes, like, good and creamy. Soy Delicious, I think, is gross. There was a couple, I remember Tofuti made that vanilla Swiss almond, but I swear to God, they put like butter fat in it or something. There was like no milk, but it was like, I don't know. It was like sus, but it was so good. And then their ice cream sandwiches are good. But the milkshake takes milkshake the ice cream is a different, different level. Well, it requires a certain type of a consistency that unfortunately other frozen dairy uh, substitutes just don't, they get icy and they separate. Is that where you get? Where do you get the peanut butter one at the 101? That 101 has the nut and honey. And then uh, Fred 62 also has like a very good peanut butter chocolate shake. But that's literally just like they just literally put like a fucking scoop of fucking like Jif in it or whatever. It's like insane. The nut and honey one at 101 is maybe one of the best milkshakes ever created on like the All face right. of the earth. Last meal shit. It's so good. Ten nut and honeys. It's like... All right, Mr. Larkett. Yeah, like death time. row. Uh, well, hold on. Hold on. Ten nut honeys. Mm, ten nut honeys. <laughs> anyway. America Through the Eyes of Two American Americans. This is episode 620. Uh, please come back for 621 if you can. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode. 888 842 You can call that number and... and uh, Leave a leave an anecdote. Tell, t- t- if there's a if there's a if there's a a soy or almond or coconut based frozen dessert that I need to try, by all means, let me know. Let's get this kid some non dairy frozen. I desserts. bought pea milk the other night. How was that? It's pretty good. It, it was sorry. It was chocolate pea milk. Chocolate doesn't sound, pea milk <laughs> doesn't sound. Better good. explain that. Pea milk is a. A, it's like a soy milk made from peas. Let's say a dairy alternative. A dairy right. alternative that does not have the same sort of earthy or woody back taste that soy does. Uh, a very mild sort of flavorless milk that can be extracted from peas, extremely high in protein. I was going to say. And uh, You use this for your cereal, for just drinking it This was, was a chocolate it? milk, so this would be more of a, of a sipping just beverage. Just a beverage, just an office sipping beverage. <laughs> but... I just saw it and felt compelled to try it because I was like, I didn't know they made this. Plus, pea milk is like the worst name ever. So I was like, you poor guys, you make a great product, but like, sorry about that. Worst name. I mean, it's it looks 
when you see it, it doesn't look as bad as it sounds. But even seeing it, it doesn't look good. Um, Get this guy some alternatives. He's got fucking shows to binge. But maybe an alternative that I could I could at least switch switch between. Um, Get him off those Seven Eleven Briars runs. It's bad. That was bad. Had to do it. Usually it's Hagen Dazs. Hagen Dazs. That I would imagine that's a rich ice it's, cream. I don't know if it's any richer than any of the other ones. Okay. But it's just usually it's like mint chocolate chip or coffee Hagen Dazs or cookies and cream. Ice cream so much. Huh? I didn't know that you loved Crazy ice cream so about much. It. Crazy about ice cream. And, and milkshakes and ice cream. I knew milkshakes. I just didn't know your love affair in the wintertime is so still so strong for ice cream. Maybe stronger. Are you going to Jenny's or Salt and Straw? Are you going I've to done all, all of them? I've Huts? tried all of them. Done them all. Jenny's is amazing. Okay. Salt and Straw is overrated. Okay. Ooh. B- but I'll fuck with just the straight up like. We'll fuck with artisanal Los Angeles handcrafted ice creams. Is what I've you're never saying. Never been into. I, yeah. Yes. Jenny's is like there's right. one or two flavors that are like out of this fucking world. All right then. Out of this world. I've like thought about opening like a ice cream company. Before. Nothing would make me happier. The ice cream stand, at least. Maybe down at Venice or the boardwalk. Do what you love. Do what makes you happy. Jaws milkshakes. Jaws shakes. Again, <laughs> we uh, the show here where um, we don't have any. We're not part of a podcast network, and we don't have any. Uh, of the podcast sponsorships that you might hear in other podcasts because we started in February of 2006. So we had sort of, we had been doing the show as th- as the show for so long. All that stuff came after. And at, at this point, coming up on, on 12 years, when we, once we, if we get to February 2018, we decided, wouldn't it be best if we just, just keep the show the same way that it's been since we started, where we just, Put a song on at the beginning. Jonathan puts a song on. We do the show. We put a song on at the end. So the show is um, is free to everyone. Uh, but we we do ask if it, if it's possible, if you feel comfortable, whatever you can, we, to to keep the show going. Uh, if you could go to Patreon, P A T R E O N. That's a website where you can pledge to Jonathan and I. You know, you pledge, put put a put your card down, and every month pledge up an amount to us, and then that keeps our website up. It keeps the on the web, on the Patreon, we have all of our old shows, the archive of shows going back to February of 2006. Um, live shows, when we do live shows, the live shows um, go on to Patreon. Um, yeah, thank thank you so much to to everyone that's that's done that uh, during this this season of this beautiful season of giving, this season of uh, of family and friends and loved ones. You please know how much we appreciate. Um, everyone that does that, please know how much we appreciate everybody that you listen to the show in this this crazy world uh, to find the time to hunker down and dip into an episode. Come back for 621. Um, tell a friend. Uh, you can go to the ayadude.com. Uh, yeah, you can click on merch and you can go in and see stuff that we have up uh, if you want to get anything um, for yourself or somebody. Yeah. Did you and, say uh, by the 18th? Oh yeah, if you do that by the uh, by December eighteenth, that will be out for you to to um to by the twenty fifth. It'll be your, to you by Christmas Eve, I believe. Uh, yeah, it's a it, it's 
thank you. It's just amazing. Thank you so much for that. You listen to the show. Um, yeah, tell anyone you think might be down so we can keep doing this. That's all we want to do is just keep doing it. Yeah, dude. Um, why don't you just treat yourself? Yeah, it may not necessarily milkshake, but go get some ice cream. I'm getting ice cream. Like, well, I mean, be, I'm going like tomorrow. I'm gonna you get don't ice eat, cream. but you don't eat ice cream. Well, I'm gonna get vegan ice cream. But I'll get it. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get. Some where, sort of if ice you cream. were to go for a vegan ice cream right now, where would you go? Scoops. Yeah, uh, you think Scoops is open? I'm not saying right now. I'm saying oh. like, I mean, because Scoops makes a very good ice cream and a very good mm-hmm. vegan ice cream. They don't sell them in stores, unfortunately. I got over to Scoops. I would just think, where would you like in a pinch, like if you were getting salt and straw does, I think one V ve- they always have one vegan option, but it's vegan. It's not like a sorbet. It's like a vegan ice cream. I think it's a vegan ice cream. I don't, it's down in Larchmont. So I'm always down in Larchmont. Okay. I'm in. Yeah. I think everybody should get whatever form of ice cream they like. They should get that. Although I guess in most places, people listening to the show and they'll be like, are you fucking out of your mind? It's, it's not like, 82 degrees here, assholes. Well, it's been cold out here, but, but it's not been winter ice cold. Cream, who, who doesn't it? Something about ice house. cream in the cold I like. All right. And think about being in the, up in the crib during this time. You got to have ice cream. Man. It's something about the holidays and ice cream, I guess I correlate. And if anybody knows any like non-dairy ice creams yeah let us know yeah let, i want to i want to know i want to fuck I'm, with them i'm gonna i'm gonna get fucking i'm, I'm gonna learn I'm, how to make myself a good vegan milkshake i'm down with ice cream and i'm a fucking ice cream man <laughs> seatbelts seatbelts With my sidewalk, Sunday strawberry surprise. I got a cherry popsicle, and right on time, I got a big stick, mama, that'll blow your mind. Cause I'm your ice cream man, and I'm a one man band. And I'm your ice cream man, baby, I'll be good to you. Been cool, you know I got something better than a swimming pool. Cause I'm your ice cream man, and I'm a one-man band, and I'm your ice cream man. I'll be good to you. Well, if you see me coming, you ain't got no change. Don't worry, baby, it can be arranged. You show me you. Drumstick and I'll do it for free Cause I'm your ice cream man And I'm a one man band And I'm your ice cream man I'll be good to you
Let me rest.